Welcome back to the original box set Shadowrun podcast. In the last episode, Sunny called up the team to help her friend Nick make a good impression with the Mafia now that he's back in Seattle. Our GM is Max, and he continues to guide the story for our runners. Sunny Day, the fixer and face, is played by Cassie. Zoe, the decker, is played by Sarah. Gears, the rigger, is played by Jay. Pollux, the mage, is played by Rhett. And Odysseus, the gun adept, is played by John. In this episode, we continue where we left off. The meeting is set, and the team gets their first up-close interaction with Lucky Nick Luciano. We hope you enjoy listening. Alright, so now that that's taken care of, you've contacted people, you've promised them an amount of money, and now it's time to get with Nick and figure things out. Yes. Alright, so he tells you that Don Louie lives down in Sumner, which is a subdivision of Auburn. And as soon as everything's ready, as soon as you swing by, get him some nice clothes, he'll be ready to head out and meet up. So getting a suit mm-hmm. might take at least an hour or two, unless you drive, find him something cheap, which he's not going to go for cheap. No, he's not. So yeah, we'll go get a suit. Okay. So it's going to take at least two hours for that. Yeah. And then after fitting a suit for Nick? Well... I'd like to know if he has a plan for when we're actually going to go so I can tell my team. Uh... We can't do things last minute, Nick. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I hadn't thought that far ahead, Doc. I mean, sort of I had. I I know what's going to happen when we get there. Well, I don't. Oh, shit. Um, why don't I get a message over to Don and see when he's going to be free? Yes, you should do that. All right. So he will. And within a few moments, he gets back to... Don says he can do dinner at Mamma Mia's. It's a pizza place that he knows. Yeah? It's down in Sumner. It's, it's kind of nice. Uh, I might take somebody I partway like there. Any person with tits off the street. I'm just saying, Nick. Doc, you're hurting me here. I'm trying real hard. <sighs> okay. We'll go there. How about around six-ish? Six-ish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how's that sound? That sounds fine. Great. Okay, so I will uh, send out messages to meet at Mama Mia's in Auburn. Yeah, so an address and whatnot. Yeah, at quarter to six. Is there anything else that you would like to accomplish prior to meeting up with this Don Louie? No, I just need to get ready to go. All right. So, yeah. We're going to jump around real quick and not shake your head yes or no if you've got something you want to do in particular before you guys head out to go meet this Don Louie at Mamma Mia's in Auburn. Nobody's heads are moving. Yep, there's a no. There's a no. Rhett's got a no. Jay's last one. Um, No, there's nothing I I want to do, but I do want to describe my appearance when I show up. All right, well, yes, if you have an appearance that's going to differ than what you just gave, go for it. Are we ready for that? I mean, are we all showing up now? How is Pollux getting there? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, too. Okay, so let's talk about how is Jay getting there? How is uh, Gears getting there? I'm um, I'm actually driving the blue car. Oh, I forget shit. exactly what it was. Yeah. But I'm going to have the van follow me. Okay. So I'm going to pull up in the blue car. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to get out, and I'm, again, I look like I'm trying to look nice, but I'm not. I got like a, because I still got the shaved heads on the side, so I got a ponytail coming down the middle, 
and it's just rubber band. It's not like pulling up in the blue sports car that you have will actually have an impact as far yeah. as the game goes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So continue. Um, and that's it. I mean, I, I look good in the car, but when I get out, I still look a little bit scrappy. Okay. So you've got like the thin, like. Yeah, like a thin ponytail going down. The- and, then, and then it's gonna look like a rat tail or something out of the bottom. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. Okay. Very cool. This is kind of what I looked like in high school, so. Can he pick me up so I don't get off the bus? <laughs> I was actually thinking my options are bus, cab, and car gears. So. Well, you guys could all be in the van. I can only fit one in the blue car. I don't mind coming out of the back of a van. <laughs> you know, I think that... That would look impressive if we all showed up at the same time in one vehicle and just kind of got out, you know, looking badass yeah. kind of. So I think you driving with your car, the blue car, and, mm-hmm. I don't know, Sarah can be in there with you, and then yeah. Odysseus and Pollux can be in the van. Because I think that Sonny's going to realize, maybe about 4.35 o'clock, oh shit, these people don't have fucking rides. <laughs> and then you and Luciano can ride in the van as well. Yeah. So that's going to be the plan. All right. Have you changed what the van looks like yet? You've had time to do some changing to its appearance, because it still says Sal's mobile repair on the side of it, and with the phone number. Where did my van have been seen? I think it was seen, wasn't it? Yes, that's something we need to address. I would change what's painted on it. I might give it a new paint job. Okay. I still want it to look like a fix-it van, because it's my my business, basically. So It's going to have Jim's... Repairman. Jim's professional repair service. Yes. And then Jim's phone number on the side of it. Yes. Okay. Are you leaving your aerial drone behind to guard the place? No, I've got the uh, the fly, the MCT fly. Looks like a wasp or something. That's going to be like flying above my shoulder, kind of. And the the eyeball one will be in my pocket. Okay. And But the drone, I'm talking about your drone that has two oh, assault weapons. Oh, that's in the van. Do I need to guard something? Yeah, no, yeah, that's no. what I'm asking. Because you got the warehouse that has the two drones on it, the two uh, turrets. No, I'm leaving the turrets, of course. Right. But I'm bringing the dog with me in the van. Okay, got it. As you and Luciano are getting finished with buying the suits and everything... He's just like, all right, Doc, we should probably get going, you know, and that's about the time that the van comes pulling up. Yes, I know. Our ride's here. When you guys go outside, he looks and says, what the hell is this shit? Do you see the blue car come up with it? Are you showing up with the blue car and the van, or do you just send the van to pick them up? Okay, well, that's different. I was assuming just the van would pick them up. Question, I'm a little bit lost. Who's Nick? Is this Trollface? No. No. All right, so now we have to do a description. Yes. You pull up to the parking garage where Sonny told you to pick up that. You park into the street. As you're standing there, the overhang that stretches between the parking garage and the actual curb, you see Sonny come out. Walking with her is a Italian-looking gentleman in a nice-looking suit. He's got the lapel thing kicking. He's got a nice hat on. His hair is pulled back. He's got baby smooth skin, but that a dark Italian complexion. And he's walking... 
like as he's, if he's listening to his own set of music. And he's got that jazzy looking step as he walks. He's got some intense swagger that only yeah, he understands. Exactly. As the two of them are walking up, you're in the blue car? Yes. And the van's parked behind you? Yes. All right. And, oh, well, is Sonny with you? I see both of you, right? Yes. I'll say, so is this the guy that we're trying to make look impressive? Yes. Then I'll suggest maybe you should ride with me in the sports car. Yeah, I'm down with that. That thing looks sweet as Drek. Did you build this? I, I work on it. He is actually taking no compulsion at this point in time. He's opening, trying to open the passenger door and get in. But the door is not opening. I'll go over to the other side, open my door, get in, and does she unlock it yet? Yeah, as you get in, the engine kind of gives a grumbly rev as he's still f***ing with the door handle. Now he's doing this. Come on, man, open it up. I'll unlock it for him. The radio turns off and goes silent. As the door opens up and he climbs in, he's like, hell yeah. You know, there's a little bit of rain coming in with him and whatnot. He pulls in, tosses the hat up on the dashboard, begins sliding into the seat. Oh, this is nice. Sonny's like, oh my god. Is everyone in the van? At this point in time, we'll go ahead and say that everyone has been picked up. Yeah. At any point in time, did I see Luciano? Or since I'm in the back of the van, there's no windows? <laughs> oh, no, you can see that you guys have come to a stop outside of a garage. And the blue car is sitting there. At some point, you see Gears get out. He starts having a conversation with somebody. The uh, autonomous dog with two assault weapons on its back end sits there and kind of moves around for a little bit. Becomes attentive a to the scenario. And yes, you do see Luciano get out and... Uh, <laughs> He comes down the street. Actually, you know, at this point in time, when he sees gears, he sees the car, Some the conversation should go in a different direction. He should sit there and he would say something along the lines of, this is really nice, Doc, but is this all you got? I mean, this guy right here in this car? I mean, I'm, I'm impressed. But, you know, I was kind of thinking you maybe had a troll or a couple of orcs or something. Really, Nick. Why? You do it my way and you stop complaining or we don't do it at all. Yeah, so this is like prior to him getting in the car. He only sees gears and the blue car. And then he's looking. And so when the door opens up, he's not. He's like, all right, fine. So he opens the door. He looks in and says, what you? Oh, there ain't much room in here for you and me, Doc. So you're just going to have to sit in my lap. I'm going to sit with the others in the van. Oh, he's like, oh, there's more? Of course there's more. Sweet. So now he's got a different impression. He's like, he's not <laughs> thinking it's just gears and Sonny. And he's going to get a chance for Sonny to ride in his lap. Yeah, ain't going to happen. I'll uh, I'll get out of the van, walk around, all legs, tits up to here, yeah, and open the door for Sonny to get in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, he'll uh, as he's trying to, as he's looking at you, he gives a whistle. <laughs> oh yeah, she likes me. He pulls the door shut, looks at you, Jay, and goes, "She likes me. She wants me." I was say she sure does, and I just kind of roll my eyes. Yeah, you should try for it. Oh, man, I've been trying after Sonny for years now. That other lady, yeah, the the pasty white skin one, the tits up to here, that's nice. Oh, yeah, dude, she's all about your type. Sweetness. I'm going to totally bang the fuck out of that later. I just kind of cringe. <laughs> when I see that it's Luciano, I'm going to double-check all of my weapons, look around the van, and say, just be ready for a trap. 
That's what happens when you work with this guy. Nodding over to Luciano. Alright, Jay, you're able to hear that through the van, your dog, and everything, because you have... Oh, and I'm wearing my goggles, too, so that makes me look a little less professional. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Alright, so yeah, you hear Odysseus say that in the van. Okay. And it's in your earpiece, so it's not like it's broadcast in the car with you. Right. So, yeah, Sonny remembers that's how she got Odysseus' number, because he was there and Nick passed it along. So she knows what he's talking about. Why do you think I brought you along? So you guys get underway. The van rolls into traffic, giving the blue car a chance to get out. Gears is able to synchronize both vehicles' actions simultaneously, and they stay literally bumper to bumper the entire way there. Your ride with Luciano is very fun. He fucks with the radio. It doesn't come on. He tries, hey man, why don't you open this thing up when we get out on the 405? That would be great. They'll catch up at some point in time. Holy shit, man. We look balls as fuck. Hey, why don't you roll down your window? I can shoot at this car as we drive by. This is some badass stuff. Oh, man. Like that. Just like that. That sound effect was brought to you by St. Petersburg. We planned that. That was planned. I'm going to turn to Sunny and just be like, what the fuck have you gotten me in? <laughs> Jay, all this shit that you're hearing, are you broadcasting it into the van so that the rest of the team is aware of what's going on? Yes. <laughs> Do you see the tits on that one that got in? That's hot. You know, I've always had a thing for Sunny. She's pretty awesome. Do you know Sunny really well? Uh, yeah, I'm I just got finished staying at her apartment for several weeks. Man, she left the door to her room unlocked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what'd you do? What'd you do then? Oh, man. I went down and gambled with the door guard. Used her panties for uh, collateral. <laughs> Made me a little over 600 yen. Used that to buy me some really good... S- this man seems to have no inhibition of not saying inappropriate things. Well, you know what? He didn't mess with my books. He says, there, yeah, he even, you know, so <laughs> this man has just like some sort of level of inhibition to not shut the hell up and say the appropriate things. He thinks he's really damn cool. You can tell by his mannerisms of how he's acting that he feels that he's top shit. Uh, he even mentions, you know, hey, you're pretty young. How old are you? I'm I'm 21. Oh, that's really young. You probably shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff. You should go to... What's that? You sound like you have a good time. Yeah, I love to party. You like to party? I love to party. Is there a calm? Is there something that I can communicate with Nick? I don't know if I can or not. And if I can, that's totally cool. There would be. It's up to you whether you want to or not. So you could send a text message. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to send a text message. To, to Gears. Th- no, to him. To Luciano. Yeah. 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 Probably sometime after the whole trading panties for card games bullshit. I was like, you know, we can all hear what you're saying right now. He probably rolls into one or two inappropriate statements before he looks down at his phone and then gets kind of deathly quiet. Oh, fuck, dude. Sorry, I forgot to tell you about that. He, his head slowly rolls over and just stares at you. Just keep driving. The radio now kicks on for no reason at all. Playing some nice, smooth, classical music. He sits there and puts his hands in his lap and just becomes a silent passenger for the rest of the ride down into Auburn. <laughs> you want me to turn that off? I can do that. Nah, it, it's, it's whatever the fuck you want to do, man. It's your car. I don't mean the radio. I mean the uh, comm link to the van. I'm going to ask him if he'd feel more comfortable if I turn that off. 
Yeah, we're we're past that. We're past that. You know, you're you're cool and everything, and I thought you know we could be cool, but I can tell that you're completely professional. You know, you're riding with somebody you don't know. I get it. You left the com open just to make sure I didn't do anything fast. I get it. I get it. Yeah. No, that's fine. I'm glad we have an understanding. He doesn't say anything. He just looks out at the rainy city of Seattle as you guys continue on into Auburn. Getting off the 405 is pretty quick. You slide through a couple of side streets. The car is handling the van's handling, more than capable of taking care of those wet roads. As you guys pull into the parking lot of uh, Mamma Mia's restaurant, flashing neon sign, darkened windows, some mook hanging outside at a table, red, white, striped, overhang sticking off the front of the building. As the cars come to a park, the van and the car at the curb, you park so that the passengers can get out, I'm assuming. You're the only one who's going to be inconvenienced and walk through the rain. And then you'd probably just tell your car and the van to go park themselves. Yeah. When you go into the building, your van and car will park. They will be locked. It takes nothing but a free action thought to tell the car to unlock its doors. Then a simple action to tell your dog to come to you. Okay. And it's a complex action to activate your device. So you're, you know, within a round or two, or within a round, your dog could be inside that restaurant. Okay. He's going to Kool-Aid man into the restaurant. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you guys all form up, standing outside of Mamma Mia's. Luciano has uh, composed himself a little bit. You don't know if he's sweating or he's covered in rain. Probably rain. Anyways, he sits there and goes, uh, yeah, about what I was saying earlier, uh, Doc. Yeah. Sorry about the underwear. If you want, I'll get them back for you. No, I don't. The guy's probably using him as, like, a headband. Hey, he seemed like a nice old man. <laughs> um, as everyone's piling out, and he seems, and you know, he's like, uh, and you step out, and he's like, sorry, Doc, about the underwear, all that. Zamora gets out. He looks towards Joe and doesn't say anything, but then when Odysseus steps out, he goes, oh, fuck, no way, man. And he sees, he makes eye contact with you, and he walks over, and he grabs you by the hand, and he goes, I can't believe it, man. I don't even remember your goddamn name. And he looks at you, Doc, you know this guy? You met this guy. I told you about this guy. And he reaches out, and he just starts hugging you right there. Uncomfortable kind of hug. As he's hugging me, I'm going to whisper into his ear, if this is another trap, I'm going to let you die. He stops, and he's like, no, no, man, no, 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 that's not what this is. This is this is me trying to clean shit up. I made some mistakes, and I'm trying to get it fixed. I wouldn't... You saved my life. I owe you. You're almost like family to me. You dragged me out of that shithole. You didn't do so much with my ex, but, you know, hey, shit happens, right? I'll just nod, tap him on the shoulder. He pats you on the back and, like, rubs your shoulder. So uncomfortable. Yeah, just yeah, very uncomfortably rubs your shoulder, and he's like, now instead of being less somber, he's actually a little bit more happy. He's like, he knows this Yahoo over here is a badass. <laughs> so he, he's, he's been judgmental about the rest of you, but now he feels okay. He turns back toward the door, goes, walks over to it. The guy who's sitting outside sits there and gives him a general nod, and he sits there and says, hey, Al, and then steps in. These guys are with me. As you guys walk in, it's Mama Mia's. Red and white checkered tablecloths cover all the tables except for the booths. The booths themselves have patent leather 
fluffy kind of cushions on them, candles in almost every table. There's no bars, just lots of tables, and only a few actual customers in this restaurant. As you can see, the kitchen from where you're at, there's a sign that says no smoking, but every table has an ashtray. Uh, you can see that there's alcohol, bottles of wine on one wall, fake vines stretch here and there, neon lights. So you guys walk in. A number of Italian individuals in the back of the room in trench coats and suits, and they looked like they fell out of a, a mobster movie. All of them. They're eating spaghetti and pasta and stuff like that. They're smoking Meat and drinking. Giant meatballs. Giant meatballs. I'm going to need to uh, do a perception to evaluate the threat level of everyone in the room. Sure. Go for it. Anybody else want to do any preliminary dice rolling at this point in time? Yeah. Perception does sound like a good idea. It's intuition. Perception is intuition plus perception. If anybody wants to do a sensing, it is your a sensing skill plus intuition. I will be a sensing. Hey, I can do that. I gotta put some... I gotta buy it. Got... It costs you two points, and we can assume that you've had the necessary downtime to take care of it. Can I do perception and a sensing? No, you can do one or the other. Okay, all right. But you have someone here who is... Um, yeah, who does that. Who does that stuff. So, I mean, let the professional yeah. do the professional work. I got seven successes. No, I got two. Hawks got four. Jay, are you... What are you doing, Jay? That was a perception. Ah, you found a copy of the menu. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're looking through it. It's like, holy crap, they've got some good stuff here. They even got veal scallopini. What the hell is veal scallopini? I would like to do a matrix perception. Yeah. Go ahead. I have my sprite running diagnostic. So. Sure. He's got nothing better to do. It's true. It's true. So we need to roll his dice first? No, they should already be preset. So he's already done a diagnostic test on your deck. The dice that he generated acts as a teamwork bonus to you, increasing your limit by one and giving you a number of extra dice to your dice roll. Right. Let me check. Do you need to be reminded what that was? Yeah. Seven. Oh, yeah, that's right. He rolled really good. Yeah. Was it seven? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it written down here. Owl, bear, sprite, kuma. Oh, and Luciano will do some perception, too. All of his. Yeah, doesn't get anything. He's more happy to see his good friend, Louie. Sarah M got one success. Oh. Uh, as you're walking up, you immediately, for whatever reason, you had stopped paying attention to AR. Uh, as you approached, and what's up? I was just going to, that was it, probably because she's staring daggers at the back of... Yeah, you got a lot going on. This man's an asshole. It was too kind of hilarious not to listen to what was going on. And as you guys are arriving in the van, you get a phone call from Kat. What do you want? She wants to screen share with you the fact that her Gaslight account has just hit in the upper 150th most popular video games downloaded. That's awesome. And she's, she's like super proud that it's been downloaded over 500 times within a month of being out. That's awesome. And she's like comparing stats with you, showing you how much more impressive she is than other computer programmers. 
cat. So as you got out of the van, you, everybody's talking. You're nodding along with your cat as your cat says meow, 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 meow. And things are icons and screens are popping up. Not text messages, just you know, like a screen will pop up and it will try to use its little mouse cursor thing to point at what it's interested in. Circling as it's, go ahead. I'll just send little heart emojis back to it. Awesome. So as everybody's piling into the restaurant, Sonny, yes. uh, Odysseus is walking around, Luciano's walking, going, Louie! You're kind of looking around for a moment or two, gauging everything going on. You can see that uh, Pollux has stopped for a moment. You can tell what he's doing. And then you look back over your shoulder outside on the actual sidewalk, and you can see some more going, <laughs> She's staring at the ground almost, going, oh, oh that's so, oh, oh. I'm going to go back out to Zoe. Be like, Zoe, what are you doing? Sorry, got distracted. I'll be right in. Do you need to turn your phone off or leave it in the van? That wouldn't help. It always finds me. It'll be good. I'll, I'll put it on silent. Tell Kat you've got work to do. I will. Okay. I'll send the text message to Cat. Work time now. Do not disturb or no tuna. Yeah. All right. So we're going to toss up that perception matrix perception of a one because you have way too many dice to get that horrible of a roll. But at least you didn't fail. So you're dealing with that as everybody else starts walking in. Pollux, you enter and ascent. Everyone here is mundane. Now that you have a rank of initiate, you have the ability to express yourself a little bit more into the area. There is a small background count in this area as if something nearby might have happened that wasn't so happy, but it's not that bad. As well as there's the natural, this is a civilized location, lots of machines kind of scenario. So we're going to set the background count at probably one. As far as it goes for the individuals here, none of them have any magical potential, and none of them are at least initiate one, so you can't kind of discern if they're initiate two or higher. Cyberware-wise, there are two individuals in here that have cyberware. One of the gentlemen sitting at the back table has a cyber leg. You can't tell degrees, but you can definitely tell cyberware. And there's another individual who's sitting at another table a little distance off, he has eyes, he has shit on his chest, he has something in his head. He definitely is sporting more than the average Joe. You also notice something in his right arm, but not in his left arm. Okay, I'm going to keep an eye on that one. And finally, Odysseus, uh, you begin weighing everybody in the room. He's fat, overweight, probably couldn't draw that gun on his hip fast enough. This guy is definitely fat, overweight, and he's too busy with his food He's probably too fresh to know what the hell's going on. That guy, maybe? The guy who seems to be the Don is the only one actually paying the fuck attention, except for the guy over there who's pretty heavy set and sits in a bench, and the bench bends more than a man of his size should be bending. The way he leans onto the table shows that his body mass is pretty heavy. You can tell right away by his general appearance that he's covering up cyberware with just like cosmetic things like sunglasses and long sleeve jackets. So you can identify the cyborg in the party. The other five people in the room probably aren't much to worry about. All of them are wearing some level of armored jacket or suit of some type, really low-key, something that'll stop a small caliber round. Nothing too fancy, except the mook who's over in the bench covering up cyber eyes. He's wearing an actual armored vest and who knows what else. 
is it a safe time to be flashy with my weaponry? Or should I still keep those hidden? Are we past the security and all that? Yeah, the, w- because it wasn't going to be in the Megaplex, the security ended up being Al, the Italian guy out front. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and open the jacket on my custom-tailored Mr. Mishu suit uh, to show off the submachine gun that's hanging from my arm. Okay. Anybody else doing a pose or striking the move? I'm going to open the suit jacket a little bit and allow my knife handles to pop out from underneath. Okay. So within range, I actually throw them if need be. I'm going to take out my axe and just kind of start playing with the Obsidian Blade a little bit. So you're shink, you start looking at the blade. With that sound of a weapon being drawn, everybody kind of stops what the fuck they're doing. The five guys sitting at a table, the couple of serving staff and whatnot, the elderly woman who's in the back making fucking noodles stops to pay attention like, hey, this place has got quiet. Gears, this is an incredibly complex menu. They even got wines. <laughs> yeah, I'm hanging out with the menu. Now we're going to move on to Sunny. Did you want to do any um, composing yourself? You got these two guys almost ready to brandish something. (sighs) Do I notice that it just got quiet in here? Yeah, you're not stupid. I mean, at this point in time, you're armed. You know you have two other guys here, three, four other people here who have guns as well. You're not in a nervous position. You have a heavily armored dog outside that you can summon in an instance. You really right. don't have to look that impressive. I'm going to put the menu down. My The fly spy on my shoulder is going to lift off, circle around me, and then land on my shoulder again. That's so cute. Okay. I would like to Matrix perceive again, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after Sunny gets Zoe's attention, she's going to walk past Jay as he's realized that he's in a place with people and not in a place with menus. And <laughs> walk past Pollux, give him the side eye, like, uh, we're not here to fight yet. Put that axe away. <laughs> and then uh, up to where Nick is and she's gonna be like, Nick, take my arm, take me to the dawn, and let's get this over with. Yeah, come on. So he walks over to the table where, now everybody has stopped what they're doing. She's probably taller than him, too. Yeah. Because she's wearing her, like, you know, six-inch heels. And he's only five foot five. Yeah. And you said you were five foot ten? Yes. So, yeah, you're tall. He's he's boob level? He's boob level. Yeah. Uh, He walks over and says, Don Louie! This sizable, curly-haired guy sits there and goes, Nick? He's like, yeah! How's it going? He sits there and goes, Nick, I need some explanation of what's this all about. Uh, Do we have a problem? He's like, no, 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 we don't have a problem. These are professionals I've hired to take care of some of my problems. Not you. I come to get some favors and some help from you. He starts sizing you guys up, kind of looking back and forth. And uh, he goes, you had me worried there for a minute, Nick. How you been? And he reaches his hand out to... uh, Nick, Nick steps forward. They shake hands for a minute or two. He comes around the table. Oh, no, come on. Let's hug like it's all, yeah. Oh, man, I miss you so much. So they start hugging. Uh, it's okay, John. Uh, even though they start hugging, you've got clear line of sight on both targets. If you wanted to take out one but the other, even though they're that close. The guy who everybody's paying attention to, the heavy set man at the bench, has stopped what he's doing and he's staring. He seems to be the real muscle of the place. So... The Don sits there and goes, so what's going on, Nick? 
oh, don't call me Nick. That's kind of like a more formal name. Eh, call me Lucky. He's just like, all right, Lucky, if you say so. Uh, one guy sits there and goes, this is Lucky Luciano? And the guy's Don sits there and says, yeah, this is my cousin, Lucky. He's like, oh, hell, we've heard all sorts of stories about you. And they start kind of getting into a more social dynamic as they begin socializing just for a minute or two. And then Don goes, well, are you going to be an asshole or are you going to introduce me to all your new friends? He goes, them, no, her, yes. Thanks for listening to the original Box Set Shadowrun podcast. Our runners will pick right up where we left off next week. In the meantime, you can connect with us via Facebook or YouTube to check out actual play videos of the original box set playing Shadowrun and other tabletop RPGs. Today's featured music is titled Epic Song from Alpha Brutal, and trust me, the whole song is pretty epic, so check it out. A big thank you to Joe from Relative Dimension for hosting our podcast. We'll catch you next week, chummers! And now for all this legal dreck. Original box set is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The Topps Company, Inc. has sole ownership over the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Topps Company, Inc. has granted permission to Original Box Set, that's us, to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Original Box Set in any official capacity whatsoever. Oh my goodness, that's so much. Okay, bye.